0: Hello, and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and as always, I'm joined by Mike Smith, award-winning director Brian Redondo, and Savon Jones, aka Captain Vani. This is episode 25, y'all. We hit the quarter century mark, and on today's show, we'll tell you what we're loving. Wesley and Savon get roasted crispy style, and we'll have a non-spoiler discussion about Breath of the Wild, a game some might describe as the best video game ever made. Before we get into the show, you'll hear our pre-show discussion because it revealed an unexpected bombshell about Savon. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not, you can always ask us for a refund.
1: Here we actually talking about Breath of the Wild?
0: I thought that would be cool and you guys always like kind of talk about it, but I don't know anything about the game. That's Mike and
2: Brian, right? I didn't even play Breath of the Wild. You didn't play what? it? What? I've never played game.
3: Jesus Christ. Simon, yeah, Sivan owns a Switch and he's never played the best. Yeah, I pretty much use my oh Switch. Oh my
2: lord. I play it's I play unbelievable.
3: Smash. It's like this guy is
1: like, oh
3: uh, I wish this came out during the pod. Just <laughs> put <laughs> it in. Just just put this as the intro. What?
1: And you play open world games? Yeah, I don't get it. I do. Yeah, I don't it's, get it's,
3: it. It's it's, it's like is just such an enigma, and he literally
2: does it purposely. I'm not. You think I'm doing this? You think I'm doing this to upset it's you? Th- no, just- I
1: don't think you're contrarian though. <laughs> You're just like. Well, not then on you it. clearly don't know Savan well
2: enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? I, I, Savan is isn't
3: contrarian and like I'm gonna hop from like this side of the fence to the other side of the fence. Savan is like I'm not gonna have an opinion. I'm gonna sit on the fence and I'm gonna viciously <laughs> agree with <laughs> everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with stuff all that the time. If, when when we expand into. Into confidently wrong media, Savon will have his own show called "Defend the Fence," where it's just like the anti-take show.
1: I feel like he's—he's he's like not even defending the fence. He's just sitting there and looking up at the clouds yeah. while everybody else is arguing. That
3: is literally Savon,
1: I can't argue. I'm like. I- <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a rhino. <laughs> I'm really just sitting here, like,
2: but what's wrong with wanting to know both sides?
0: <laughs>
1: I like right. that. I like All the right. both. Well, sides, can
3: we put know? like point one in, and or like the the intro to that segment yeah. talking about how Savan hasn't played it and just shame? We can Savant do. We can, can we can do
0: a little flashback. That's really funny. Okay, well, we'll talk about that.
3: I can't, Savan. It's like the best open world game ever.
2: I mean, I've played a little bit of it, but I don't own it. What? How does that even happen? <laughs> <do you? laughs> I played it by my friend. And I watched Borrow it. It's a dope. No, it's a dope. No, I used to watch. No, I used to watch I my homie. I don't you've watched it. I That literally means absolutely nothing. Now, my homie used to fight. What is it? Lionel's? Yeah. No, I, no, I don't know the story at Lionel's. all. But I used to watch my homie. He used to be like, he had an in-game just badass. And he would just be like, yo, someone watch me just fight this dope shit. I'm what like, is right, the word. obstacle here?
3: Like, what can we do to get? All right, you know what, We'll save it for the, just the, other the, sh- the show. We'll, we'll save it. You play Apex. It's a free multiplayer game. Just spice in. F-
2: but, but I'm on the 2-100 initiative. Oh, my God. <laughs> Plus, I still got to finish Ghost of Tsushima. Also, how, like, I'm just, how many my- people
3: above the age of 10, Brian, do you think own a Switch and haven't played also, my line. black car requires like, probably a certain quota of k <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
2: GTA. Exactly, like I was helping my brother With GTA heists. I'm, I'm a, you so have
3: I'm no kidding. excuse. Yeah, whatever. <gasps>
0: All right. Well, we'll start where we always start on this type of episode. We're starting with what we're loving, um, and just to to give you a sense of where we're at right now. Mike, what are you into this week? I feel like the
3: PlayStation Five is like really on the cusp of actually becoming the PlayStation Five and not just like the PlayStation Plus or the PlayStation Pro Plus. You know, like we actually have games coming out. So what I've been doing lately is I got back into Demon Souls. It's the third From Software game I've tried. For those of you that don't know, some software, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, just the whole point is how difficult and unforgiving the games are. I've started and quit three times, but this one I'm doing with a guide, shout out um, Richard Murray, friend of the show, um, who said just read the shit, it'll tell you where to go. So that's an actual native PS5 game and it's really cool, you get the haptics, the graphics are actually next level, you get the 3D audio, it's a really cool PS5 game. Returnal just came back and actually one of the first episodes we ever did on the show I, I I like just tore into the name Returnal. You really hated like it Returnal returned. And, and it's <laughs> it's really it is kind of like a dumb name for a roguelite but I'm excited for that. That's a PS5 game that just came out. Um, And then there's a lot of new footage for the new Ratchet and Clank game, which looks really awesome. That's actually going to be like, and we talked about this earlier on in the show, like one of the first few episodes, how that's going to be like the first game that can really use the PlayStation hardware in a creative way. So like because it's like the multiverse kind of thing, you can load into different universes instantly, which is a completely new kind of thing that you're able to do because of the the... baked in solid state drive.
0: One might argue Miles Morales already started to take advantage. Well,
3: no, well yeah, but that's also a PS4 game. It's not yeah, a, a PS5 game. game. So your your 45. ceiling is a lot lower. And then lastly, they just announced that the new Battlefield game is going to be exclusive to next gen, which I know neither of y'all probably really care about, particularly Brian. But it is going to be cool because the whole thing with Battlefield is it's the boring. scale of the shit, so <laughs> oh, it's re- it's really big. <laughs> First not where all, you were going. With first, that no, it's not where I was going, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, Savon's face is very disparaging <laughs> right now, and I feel supported <laughs> by that. So thank you, Savon. Um, I'm just thing glad with... to know
1: that BF stands for Battlefield and not what not... I thought it stood for. What In FF your nose. Anyway. <laughs> Boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Ratchet and Clank and boyfriend. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're, they're actually they're I'm actually a polyamorous boy couple. They like they're in an open relationship. You know, Ratchet's dating Clank, and Clank is dating this other guy. It's a whole thing. Anyway, um, yeah, battlefield, you know, giant giant matches destructible environment so it's clear that the playstation 5 will be able to take advantage of that so it's like i'm actually really excited and happy playing a ps5 game i have another actual ps5 game i'll play after i finish this and there's just been a lot of news coming out so i just think it's a really exciting time to like actually be playing this console and the crazy thing is like there's still very much um way higher demand than supply so i think most people still aren't able to get them so i've just been like Really into the games I've had, and then I'm also just like excited for what's coming.
0: If you were to pick one of these games for us as a group to play,
3: Ratchet and Clank.
0: Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. I don't know. They're they're very much
3: selling it as like you can play this one for your first time. Also, there is a free one out if you have um, only if you have a PS5. I don't know. You might be able to actually get it, Brian, on the play at home but they have it in the PlayStation Plus collection. So going to have happen in this episode. They have the last, the one that came out, and it's actually really good. They just updated it for 60 frames per second, so I'd recommend it. But okay. easily, it's a good question, and easily Ratchet and Clank. I, I really think it's going to be like right, a, a huge check When's
0: the release date? Out. Do you know? It's I, think June. I think in oh, June. Oh, okay. so. oh, June. oh yeah. perfect. Nice summertime yeah. game to, for us to play around with.
3: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. And you got one more on there.
3: Oh, you know, I would be remiss without saying Apex. We've been playing a lot of Apex lately. They have a big season coming up. Um, it's been a lot of fun. They're nerfing my character, so shout out everyone listening to the show that plays the game and has been revived for me, mainly Savon, but also other people. Um, <laughs> Mostly me too. Um, yeah, I mean they—they've just really, I think, like. W- um, yeah, it's gonna
0: really rebalance the game. Yeah, in a I different
3: think Warzone so has really dropped the ball. They just they have like they clearly are pumping a lot of money into marketing for the new season, and it's it's still not pulling our group back. And all, I think most of the people we played the game with aren't playing it, so it's just been not exciting really. to have that. So I think there's a lot of quality games out right now, which is cool.
1: Cool, Brian. So what I'm loving besides the New York F and Knicks, yeah, you know, oh my god, who have gone ten and one because I've been hating on the Knicks Ooh, for last years lemon. and y'all Hell have yeah. like
2: a competent team. Tom Thibodeau's done it. Julius Randle is my least favorite player like, for ages, and I'm like, <laughs> for all the hate in my heart, mine like, too. I hated him. Doesn't he doesn't is just he really be... balling out though, or is he, he still is. making? Just, is he just it's reducing real. some of his mistakes, but still it's making? Real.
1: No, his his shooting percentages. All all his averages are. He doesn't just
2: Beyblade into a turnover Um, anymore. (laughs) No. I don't
1: know what that Uh, means, but I can't. He'd do an ugly spin move. I I like it. (laughs) For many years. He was definitely Beyblading, whatever that was last year. (laughs) Um, But besides that, that, I want to talk about two really excellent co op games that I've been playing the past week Uh, one digital, one physical, the first digital. It takes two on, on PS4 or PS5 great great co-op game i don't you know a lot of people are talking about how it's kind of like the pinnacle of co-op games right so a lot especially like couch co-op um because a lot of those types of games you get on other systems on like the switch and stuff and usually they're like 2d and whatever this is like a 3d a 3d third person world uh you play uh, a husband and wife character who are on the brink of divorce um and they, they get shrunken down into like little dolls yeah, and have yeah. to navigate a honey I shrunk the kids kind of universe. Savannah um, is very and, confused. And it, it it's yeah. really fun. I, I play I play with Anna, uh spouse of the show. Uh, <laughs> spouse of me. My Anna, my Anna is Anna too. <laughs> and, and uh it, you know, we you know it's a split screen experience. And it's super fun because you, huh. it's kind of like a, a platformer and there, there's some sort of like third-person shooting elements, a lot of environmental puzzles. And so you have to do those things in unison with your with the, with the other character, right? So like you have to push buttons at the same time or you have to go two separate routes, but do it synchronously. Or a lot of times in the game, each level you'll get like a, a different power or ability um, for one character and a different one for the other but they are necessary to be used together. So like uh, the stage that we just played, uh, you know, I was shooting like tree sap at stuff and then she was throwing matchsticks at them that would call that would trigger explosions. Um, so that that was like a really fun mechanic. And then the boss battles where you you know where both characters really have to play their part are all really excellent. That's where the game shines the most. Uh, and the best part is what I learned is that if you play online, only one person needs to have the game, yeah, or own the game. Yeah. So, like yeah. anybody, oh. you can yeah. invite anybody else in uh, Where's to my play. Brian? Where's my hey, friend? I'm still going with Anna for for right now. All right, now, all right. But we she we can go higher. a second time. All right. Uh, and then the uh, the other co op game, the the physical one, is a is a tabletop game called Marvel Champions. Uh when you said uh, physical, I thought game. you meant a disc, and I was like, <laughs> why are you like
2: making? No, it not board game, Brian. <laughs> Come on.
1: Board game man, this is like this is also like a really super fun co op experience. It's kind of like it's it's a little bit like Hearthstone, if anybody has played that uh that collectible card game on your phone, Nerd. <laughs> uh, where it's sort of like taking like the ma- the Magic the Gathering kind of experience but doing it in a co op setting and you're doing it with Marvel Heroes, um, but it's not a collectible card game, it, it's not like you're buying you know random packs like it all comes in a set and then they release new sets every so often um it's just it's just a lot of fun like and and the best part is it's not really like tied into the mcu so what i love about it is that it's super campy and you get all like the craziest secondary and tertiary characters in the marvel universe so like the the first campaign is a fight against Rhino, and he brings out Shocker to help him. And the next yes, one, you're so, fighting Savan uh, is grinning Claw and the Masters of Evil, and then Squirrel Girl, the, the heroes <laughs> that they include. <laughs> I, she, I bet she's gonna make an appearance. excuse
2: me. What did a character just say? called Squirrel Girl with squirrel based squirrel powers. Girl. She actually defeats the. Squirrel? She has squirrel like physiology, can climb, move around with her squirrel tail, can <laughs> psionically command squirrels. She actually defeats Dr. Doom.
1: Savannah's so serious right now. You're um, really,
2: like,
3: seriously, like, explaining. You like, Squirrel girl to me right now. A squirrel girl? La- a couple of shows, no, ago, but I'm just he saying, like, about you, like, like man, completely so. deadpan. Like, no, like, haha, this is kind of campy. Savannah's so like, no, yeah, you, know, actually, you know, she's actually, like, pretty girl. balanced when you consider her in, like, the grand scheme of things. Like, she's actually a pretty hey, good character.
1: She's great at both melee.
3: and Hey, if and you, yeah, if you can pet. swarm somebody with squirrels, that's
2: genuinely useful. I could knock your power out all up on your bumper. You did it
1: unironically. I literally
3: just made fun of you for doing that, and you just went right into hey, it. That's how I feel.
1: Nice.
0: Um what is the LCG stand for? you said Marvel Champions living, LCG?
1: Living card game. Living card game. Living card game. As okay, opposed right. to collectible mm. card game. Like gotcha. Magic yeah. Together.
0: All right, all right. Um, I just listened to a I think it was a planet money about magic the gathering and how they they ran into the problem of the rare cards starting to be sold on Aftermarkets for like way too much money and they didn't want that to happen because they felt like it ruined like the actual gameplay um yeah because people made... were
1: just chasing after those rare cards the money right? right and so the and game people. became yeah. much
0: more secondary to the collecting market and so the people there actually used math and like economics to figure out how to keep that from happening too much. They used to in comics. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, right? It's like, like you they, know, like they they had the doctors an, use
3: science to come up with a COVID vaccine. <laughs> Fine.
0: And they wanted, but they wanted the, the game to exist for a long time. They didn't want it to be like a bubble where everybody got really excited, everybody pumped all this money into collectibles, and then it just became no fun. They didn't want capitalism really to ruin the and game. So,
2: people just
0: yeah. Yeah. So because of that, the game has been going for what, like twenty or thirty years at this point. Um, and so that I don't know, it's interesting. Anyways, Planet Money, check it out. I, I always recommend Planet Money. Um, my my what I'm loving this week has been shout out to friend of the show, sister of the show, Alexis, um, put me on Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which objectively probably not like an amazing show but for <laughs> for say. most people yeah but for most people i think it's actually pretty enjoyable um it's got a high enough quality that like it's watchable it's like it's heartfelt there's there's some good chuckle moments um at, the stories are interesting uh it does certainly bring out like some of the like nostalgia factor right they they do bring up storylines or characters or callbacks to to some of the the first couple movies um but that is not they're not they're not intent on just recreating mighty ducks the original like it's its own thing um and it's all in the same world and it's very clearly tied in but it's just um a really like fun light-hearted show that has a lot of heart it's funny it's it's i, I look forward to it like when it, it comes out i'm like oh like when how many more days till mighty ducks comes out because it's just enjoyable oh it's so,
1: released weekly like yeah falcon and winter soldier uh-huh it's
0: oh. on disney plus i don't know how many episodes they're gonna do i think they've got six now and certainly the first four are probably the strongest of the six so far um, but they're they're all enjoyable. So, um, what we want to know really
1: out. know though, are the Smash Brothers in it? Is there Knuckle is time? Is Squirrel
0: Girl in it? Wait, Knuckle Putt guy is not part of the Smash Brothers, but um, is Squirrel Girl in it? No, not at all. But but some of the old characters. It's not a surprise. Some of the old characters do make an appearance here and there, um, and there's some cameos. And in this last episode, there was there was quite a few cameos from, from the original movie, so
3: that's kind of cool. Can I, Can I say uh, something before we move on? Yeah. So, first off, like you said, huge shout out to sister of the show, Alexis. So, I reposted something of hers when she shouted us out, and also, if you're listening and you haven't shouted out our show or you haven't uh, yeah you should feel pretty Yeah bad. we would love that. Yeah so go Tell ahead and do it us. you know you know who you are. But anyway so I followed her on Instagram your sister is glamorous, Wesley. She's like posting modeling shoots. She's out on like beautiful vacations and like nice. Did that gene just like sit Really? Like what's Damn. going on?
0: Ouch. <laughs> Ouch.
3: On oh. the top
0: rope. Annihilated.
3: It's I'm
2: Saturday morning. At fire morning. Fire Jeez Louise.
3: <laughs> Wesley's playing. well, I mean, like, that's also self-deprecating. Like Wesley's playing Apex with us idiots. Like, oh. where why are you not at vineyards and like getting modeling shoots? Like I need to see some more balance than the Nakamura siblings here. Maybe they're just duality <laughs> <My> sister... siblings.
1: <laughs> they're, they're compliments. They're perfect for it takes two.
0: Um, and th- that may sound like Alexis is um, very glamorous. She is not. She's she's very much like at home. But she does have her moments where she likes to go out and party. And she's a lot younger than me and just enjoys that way <laughs> more than I do. Yeah. Um, and she did. She treated herself to uh, a 30. She's 30 now. Yeah, yeah, 30. yeah. So she treated herself to a little a, a little photo shoot um, and and really enjoyed her photos. So props to her for, for doing that. I would never do that. That is not something that is
3: well, enjoyable to me. When this show blows up, when that comfy money comes in, first thing we're doing is Wesley Yeah, Barbering man. Shoot. We can get your a photographer, man. Absolutely. Like, all we my. Know. Yeah, absolutely.
2: All I my You yes. yes. yeah. could definitely have you dripped out, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we know that Savan. No, I'm be talking about every camera. We also know equally. We know that I would also say be that. terrible in front of the camera. You say of that? Oh, I'm absolutely. not fooling you. No, you you will absolutely be. Yeah, the you'll be a real show. pretty mf. <laughs> There's not a chance. There's not a chance. Yeah, so that's my that's why, what I'm loving. Thanks, Mike, for making me feel awesome on Love this Saturday. You. Love you. Uh, Love <laughs> you
2: <laughs> War <laughs> crimes. All right, Savon.
1: Savan, yeah, what so are you loving?
2: What I'm loving. So lately, I've have been trying to throw out some of just the old books on my childhood shelf because I've just had all my books since I've never thrown out my books.
0: Hold on, we're going to do that again. You said this mo- this book was amazing. I'm giving some context, and yet you, started you know. What with, I, mean? well, it was, I was
2: just I was just cleaning. Yeah, it my context. shelves. and uh yeah, <laughs> no, it was I'm fine. giving context. I'm cleaning out old books. Every like you're things, about
0: this like you just, you know, Savannah making has. your coffee or yeah. you know, pouring yourself a bowl of cereal, bro. Like yeah, you said I you do. love this book. I, wanna I, hear
3: I it. I guess I'm going to continue roasting here because every every story Savon has about something he enjoys starts with an errand. <laughs> it's always <laughs> you know, just uh, like
2: chore. I'm like, yeah, a mom. You know, was I'm like a mom on a recipe yeah. website. <laughs> well, I was in my garden, and I was going to make some fried rice yeah. and grilled cheese for the kids. No. <laughs> but now, real talk, real talk. Go on. So similar with American Gods, I've had the book World War Z for, like, years. The book came out in, like, 06, 07. So I was 13 when I got this book. I was a, fundament, I was a, I was a teenager, right? Nothing like how I am now. I've lived twice as much life since then. So I wanted to, <laughs> so I wanted to reread it because a lot of those books I was reading, I'm like, oh, I was a kid. Half that stuff went over my head or I just wasn't worldly enough to really appreciate it. So I've been rereading it. It is nothing like the movie. The movie shouldn't even exist. It's absolute garbage. World War Z I'm rereading is wow. just an amazing read. So it's written by Max Brooks, son of Mel Brooks. It's a zombie anthology novel. And the premise of the book is that Mm -hmm. it takes place 20 Mm -hmm. years after the end of a zombie apocalypse event. And the idea is that a man who's an interviewer is interviewing people from all over the world, from different walks of life and experiences, cataloging what their experiences with the zombie apocalypse were. And the book is broken into multiple parts. So you learn about the buildup, the panic, things popping off, things that its worse, and then the recovery.
3: So I asked you this earlier. This has nothing to do with the movie.
2: No. How it, does that happen? In name, in, in name, on basically they wanted to sell when they sold the rights to it. They wanted to basically win people over by saying, "Hey, here's this movie named after this book, but we're not gonna have any of the stuff that was in the book be in the movie." Yikes! That's so. so it is such World a, War Z a weird and thing to Literally do. name on. That's so. It is a great because, name. To be clear, World War Z just to know how different it is, World War Easy Z is an anthology. So yeah. it is a bunch of separate... Yeah. The book is literally told through a series of just different interviews. But they talk about, you know, the, America falls apart because of, honestly, how we handled COVID-19 of just complacency, laziness, our culture, not taking it seriously until it pops off. Uh, and what's really fun with the book is that they really... The strong point really sells just how different societies handled this pandemic. And really showing what the political ramifications were. So, like Israel, for example, goes full isolationist, and they actually handle it better than almost any other country. Sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, to the point where where they
2: no, like they (laughs) they crush it, but to the point where they actually open their borders to let palestinians through to show it's in good faith and doesn't chapter, sound familiar yeah but wait so but there's so, one entire in
3: case you were wondering
2: if this is a fictional. fantasy novel. yeah so, but that's the thing but that's the thing when they do when they talk about these people and these governments and like their mentalities behind it, it it does make a lot of sense in the context of a zombie apocalypse one character in that chapter is a young palestinian boy who's the son of a janitor who actually works within Israel and he's trying to take advantage of his job to get his family asylum. And the son who's Palestinian obviously hates Israel and doesn't trust it to where his dad has to beat him and make him come. But once the world starts to actually collapse, you know, and and, and actually there is a civil war that almost pops off within Israel over people having split feelings about the refugee, you know, like, but they touch on that in some capacity, in almost every major society, like the United States government, falls apart because we try to use classic war tactics to fight zombies and I guess the good the, what's really dope about the book is that it really breaks down how different countries handled this pandemic and it's really fun to see what the parallels are between a fictional zombie apocalypse that for a 15 year old book and how we've handled COVID-19 and the overlap is intriguing to say the least but there was a lot of government stuff that went over my head as a kid. I highly recommend. It's not a hard read. It's not a long book either. It's mostly just reading interviews, so it's a pretty fun, easy read. But highly recommend uh, World War Z. Don't watch the movie. It's so you're God
0: saying we've handled
2: COVID really well. We've done all the right things. It really just shows that people are just really incompetent. And in fiction, they really reality really is not yeah. that far from fiction. A lot of the dumb stuff that happens in the book happened in real life with COVID. <laughs> oh, awesome,
1: good time. I'm waiting for the undead to attack us. <laughs> oh
2: Jesus!
3: Oh, well, you know that's that's what I am Legend starts with. Is everyone turns into zombies because of a vaccine to like cancer? Yeah, like try to like cure
2: cancer, right? Yeah, that just went completely. So, out, so. I mean, we're
3: halfway there, and you know that loops back to I am Legend as another like strange movie adaptation of a book that has nothing to do with the book.
0: Well, I hope that I don't turn into a zombie. We'll we'll see. We'll give it a couple of years. Yeah, I am legend was a great book. Um so I wanted to talk about Breath of the Wild. I've heard about this game a lot. I oh, I don't you? own a Switch. Um, it <laughs> comes up on our show a lot. You know it's, who does uh, own a Switch. <laughs> but I'll let you finish. As we heard as we heard in the intro, uh Savant has not played it and owned it and we were we were quite shocked um but i wanted to just talk about it maybe give it a little love if anybody else hasn't played it i kind of want to talk about it not in a non-spoiler way just about like what makes it so good and what people would expect from playing it and like why they should play it but before we get there um mike i'm gonna ask you can you explain the premise of the game really quickly
3: yeah it is a zelda open world game um, so you play as Link. It's 100 years after, like, an apocalyptic event and Ganon um, completely um, took over Hyrule, he, and then what they tried to do in the original fight 100 years ago was there were four champions that built these crazy machines in an attempt to fight Ganon. He won. He corrupted those machines, so now they're kind of working for him. He also corrupted um a lot of the other they made smaller little machines to fight him essentially it's a very open it's like t- truly an open world game like all you have to do is fight is defeat ganon that's the one objective it gives you i don't know if you can do it that's Ryan it without killing oh, wow. the champions um or hmm, saving the I've, champions i want to say people
1: probably have most people, people have know figured that, out a lot of things in this game
3: yeah most people know that the the game. So I'm not gonna to go too much into the actual story, but in terms of the actual like con like the gameplay concepts, it's a true sandbox. The world has very defined rules of physics that you can apply in any way. So if for instance, one awesome example is um, you can't climb up things when they're wet. That's a tiny kind of example. But if you're carrying met weather's a big part of it with the rain, if you're carrying metal on you and there's lightning, you can get struck by lightning. Gravity is a huge part of it, so um, um, Immortals: Phoenix um, stole some of that. You have some um, kinetic powers and things like that, but essentially, it was really groundbreaking in, in the well-defined world, the kind of beauty and meditativeness of it, um, and it's very not defined. So it's it's a really true open-world game that is just like really fantastic. So
1: the map feels massive, and yeah. there's there's no loading in between regions in the map. You can just go from yeah. end to end uh, on a horseback or gliding or whatever makes you want to do. You can climb every single mountain. You can go to the bottom of every single valley. You face off against whatever kind of foes you encounter along the way, whether you're ready or not. Um, and and you can find all sorts of different ways to interact with them too, right? Yeah. Like how, how you decide what sort of like physics you choose to apply what uh, abilities you want to use is going to change how those villains respond to you and how the environment responds to you and you can also change you can chain those abilities together so like the magnetism ability with with like the electricity arrows and stuff can create some crazy combinations and and so these are the types of things that Gamers have been dis- still discovering to this day, like three or four, year- five years later—I don't remember how long—but they're still figuring out these things now, and that's how richly detailed the the gameplay and the physics are. It is true. I heard you can cook meat on the ground.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it also has. Wait, like, what?
1: You can cook meat.
3: Cooking is a big part With of the it. The heat on the ground. Yeah. So cooking, you can go up to pots and you find different ingredients and then you mix them together and you can make different potions or things to buff your abilities. But because okay. all it takes is heat, you don't have to cook meat in a pot if it's just hot on the ground somewhere. I think even if lightning strikes it, it'll cook it too. Anywhere where there's heat in the in the world can cook food. It's just like, the it's truly a sandbox. It's like, I think for most open world games, it's you can go anywhere, what makes this like truly unique is you can do anything. And I think Brian mm. kind of explained better, like what that actually
2: looks like. That, that almost sounds Metal Gear Solid-esque, where... They yeah, but give it's you a huge not just toolbox of things, Yeah, no, not the stealth part. But I mean, like the the world has a bunch of rules and ways that things interact, and then the rest is just like, all right, you got to get into this building. Here's all the different gameplay elements. All right, go for it.
3: Yeah, but th- this game doesn't even give you like small objectives like that. It's just like defeat Ganon and save
0: the four champions.
2: And then how you do it is truly on you. It's so it's so
0: unique, dude. So are you like? Are you doing a lot of fighting of like characters? Are you building a lot of things? Are you like it's uh, a lot of combat? Yeah, resource management. You don't have to fight. Yes. It's combat. Yes. And yeah. Res-
3: okay. Yeah. Resource management is a yeah. It's part resource of it. management. It's like I've seen you uh, okay. your swords break pretty quickly, so it's like you yeah, have to get do shields. Yeah. Do shields. Like there is like the best sword. Doesn't he the- have a
0: magical shield? Well, you can get it. No? Yeah, and uh,
3: you can okay. go and get the sword, but it takes. It's it's just so unique, man. So. When we were originally going to talk about this, it was um, just I talking thought about the, three the game. Of them had all played it? No, 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 no. Yeah, and you were wrong. It's not your. There fault are here, three West. Switch owners this, here. Yeah, just to be clear, this segment is attacking Savon. You got yours in the last one. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I want to start off this discussion with asking you, Brian, a question. Is it more disappointing that Savon has not seen Into the Spider-Verse or that he has not played Breath of the Wild?
1: You haven't seen Into Wait, the Spider-Verse?
0: Wait, he's never seen Into the Spider-Verse? Come on. Are we not talking about that, that on this show? That, oh, do you, that I, I, I could have like, done a you, whole you, second. You hate
1: Spider-Man, don't you? You <laughs> hate Spider-Man. You left him out of your top five. You left him out of your drip list. You haven't watched Into what the Spider-Verse. What is
3: the issue? Like, What is the Come problem? On. But anyway, we don't need to go down that road, but the question what? stands, Brian. Which is either not just disappointing, which does Savon like,
2: need to feel worse I'm about? Floored. Which does he need to do?
3: I know, I know. It's, I'm I
2: physically just... incapable of feeling shame.
3: Welcome <laughs> to my world, Wesley. I have a whole encyclopedia of these things for Savant. Like, <laughs> I, Savant infractions.
1: Yeah. Injustices. So I, I get it. Maybe you just don't like Spider Man. Okay, fine. Take that aside. You are a Switch owner. The, the you have to get a switch. You could borrow is the game to
2: play Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Also, yeah, I got a switch, I, I switch to play Smash. all I'm like, I no, bought the switch to game. play
3: this game. I've only really played Hades after it, and it's I'm happy with the purchase. Wow. Yeah, that's how I feel with Smash.
1: But like, like this, this is their this is their masterpiece on the on that console, and for a lot of consoles, it, people say this is
3: arguably the greatest game ever. Yeah. It's no definitely my okay. favorite game. Okay. okay, okay.
2: Can I defend myself?
1: No. I mean,
3: yeah, but right. it's not going <laughs> to no, work. I, I mean, go like, ahead. but like, How do you invest <laughs> in a <sweat>? like, <laughs> Like, what yeah. is the point? Well, you could have <laughs> emulated it on a goddamn, like, phone. Like...
1: I'll and you and knows. you love open world games. I, I, do. I don't get it.
3: And Savannah is, is so the thoughtful, open world game. And it's like, is it's it actually on your list? Perfect for you. No, it's not even on his list until we started oh, talking not about interested. it. No, he's not interested. Wow. That's what the whole wow. thing is. It's okay. like he doesn't even care. He doesn't care <laughs> nah, about the spider verse no, 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 no. All the
1: things that you talked about, Ghosts of Tsushima, that you like. I the know. Aspect, and it's
3: like, that's just a
1: beat up version. I know. Wild. I
2: just never played. <laughs> I just was never someone who played a lot of Zelda growing up. So I have always never played respected a Zelda the game in my Listen, life. I've always I respected can't. the series. I've never thought that the games were bad. But they were also games I just never got hyped over. Even though I knew that they were fundamentally, objectively good games. Like The last Zelda game I played top to bottom was uh, Twilight Princess, which I loved.
1: I love that game too.
2: I, I love Twilight Princess. And that's I had a Wii it. and I had the game. It was the one, it was the Wii, the one for uh, Nintendo Wii. I thought that was, was a great time. Mm-mm. That's that was Nintendo, Nintendo 64. 64. Point is, I enjoyed the Zelda game I played, but my that was just not one of my Nintendo franchises that I played. Savon,
3: I have never so played I just never was... a Zelda game. Prior to this, I never owned an actual Nintendo console, and it was an immediate buy for that game. So what you want me to do, Simon? I want you to... I, like, I will... Like someone listening to this definitely has the game, that we can get every small No, you I, need to buy the game my, I get, I today. Everyone, your problem. copy. Yeah, because
1: yeah, all of us can have can beat it already. On, I can get yeah. my hands
0: on the game. Gosh, the, would he? Would he enjoy it, Mike?
3: Yes, yes. I know yeah. I'd enjoy it. Yes, yes. Would. Right. Would. you would right.
0: enjoy it in a
3: deep way. I think. And like Savan's I mean, like gonna on D. the next podcast. It's it's like you Savan like loves Red Dead for like the open world and like the sandbox. i literally play
0: Red Dead and listen to podcasts and hunt and cook meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do like a Red you can. Dead he just
0: he just simulates. It's like Westworld. He just wants to simulate living yeah. in the Wild West,
1: but just like the boring chores part of it. But you can do that in Breath of the Wild in a really satisfying way.
2: Yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna be, I just wanna be a black dude in the 1800s with my rifle hunting deer. Eating with my dog at my camp with my homies. You cannot be a black So maybe a blink is black. So maybe maybe that's it. what it is. Maybe there maybe might be a mod. Maybe I create my own legend. Maybe I could create my own little black link. <laughs> I'll be in that. You know I think
3: mean? you would love the game, and I think you would be one of the people that like plays it for longevity, just like figuring out the different stuff you could do. Like my, that's my, not me. I
2: know I would. I know for a fact I would. Then, game, like, that's a, that's I've never worms, met anybody a... that
3: knows this and just like is just like eh, hey, I'm not gonna do it.
2: Because sometimes that's a big. It's the same reason I like stop playing modded Skyrim and Minecraft It's like am I prepared to open this can of worms again in but my life
1: it's so much breezier than Skyrim like, Yeah, I, I think yeah. a lot no, no, of I'm people make that comparison Skyrim, but... would, like
2: hack the game and make all kinds of super custom stuff like that's a rabbit hole that's like
3: no, to but this to, is I think Breath of the Wild.
2: Y'all will not see me on Apex. What you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm actually in this dungeon right now, son. I'm gonna just see y'all next week. I
1: mean, I Shoot. I agree with you. You could you could definitely lose yourself in Breath of the Wild for like ages I and know ages. I will. Which, which I, I definitely it. did at one point. But at the same time, I do think it's it's such a great game that you could just pop in for 20 minutes oh, yeah. and have a good time. You just oh, walk yeah. around with some of the other monsters or go go hunt something, try to jump on it on a mystic deer, maybe. <laughs> and it's fun. It It's totally gratifying because the world is is so immersive and all the mechanics are very tight. All
2: right, I got a homie who let me borrow it. All right, like, all he's right. Been, he's been telling me to play it for years anyway, so I'll borrow it from him.
1: Did you just text him? I hope you just texted him. Yeah, you better. <laughs>
2: like,
3: we need some deliverables at the end of this episode. Here's some fun.
1: <laughs> Can we get some screen caps?
3: But again, I want to ask the question. I just want to know: is is and we don't need to go into it. But is Spider Verse or Breath of the Wild the bigger deal?
1: I think the fact that he owns a Switch
3: means that, that, that this is bigger deal. But he owns the TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair
3: well, point. I've already Fair
2: named that I'm just bad at watching movies by myself. Like I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a movie. It's, like, two,
0: it's two hours, or an
2: hour and a half. Yeah, night. I know. It's, that's not, it's not about time. I watch shows. I just yeah. don't like watching movies by myself. It's just not fun. I, really. You well,
1: will feel so good after gotta, you watch Into the spirit. When, when everybody gets vaccinated
2: anything. in your group, Mike and Tyler will
0: go over and watch it with you. We're oh, shipped worry, Kendall, up, baby. We're
3: ready to yeah, go. Don't worry. Kendall's already Rake me over the coals. Good. Well, shout out, friend of the show,
0: Kendall. Well, right. fine. Memorial Day weekend, y'all should fire up. Savannah is gonna uh, be somebody
3: at my house Memorial Day weekend, and okay. I'm gonna like set my TV to not play anything else until that movie is watched in its entirety.
1: You gotta like clockwork, Orange him.
0: Yeah, just pry
3: your <laughs> You'll like it. Peel his yeah. eyeballs
1: open and make <laughs> sure he sits
2: and watches. Man, y'all are really frustrated with me right now. I'm loving this.
0: And Savan, you probably heard some some parts of Spider Verse. So I think you would like it. I think you'd be. Into it.
2: I mean, I know the gist of it. Savan would love it. It's yeah. So, you would I know. It. I, okay, it's okay to know that I like yeah, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also be like, yo, this is hard to fit into yeah. my other stuff <laughs> I like too. Bro, I, I, know, I know you. The
3: you other are stuff.
1: not busy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know my life. You were cleaning out your bookshelves. <laughs> yeah. Oh and rereading novels worthy. from half your age.
3: Savannah's is like spending so much time reading things he's like lukewarm on and is like not sure if he likes it or not, doesn't like it, but just wants to talk. Maybe that is that it like if it's something so good you're scared of it because you can't be on either side of the fence about it. Is that <laughs> he
1: the like, oh,
2: audacity <laughs> <dare you." laughs> <laughs> of this Jabrol? <laughs> All You're right, so like for, someone like me, yeah. for someone like me, yeah,
0: for someone like me who maybe has never been into Nintendo games since like N64, has never really played a Zelda game. I think on the original Nintendo, I probably played Zelda at other people's houses. They had the like shiny gold chrome version of it, um, you know, the cartridge that you plug in. Ooh, 8 bit version. But I've never, uh, I've never played Zelda games, and I've never really been into too many Nintendo games since. Maybe Super Mario sixty four or something. Uh, That's a Travis. I don't finding?
3: know. I honestly, actually, know is it that worth I'm finding five
0: hundred bucks to buy a Switch and the game? At some one, point, I don't let's think say in the it's, it's year, not five hundred
3: dollars. We're talking it's like probably like three hundred.
1: Yeah, Isn't it like,
0: four hundred for a switch?
3: No, I think bro.
1: it's three. No, no switches. Part of what makes Switch great is that it's way more affordable than the other consoles, and it's way more portable. I think you can get All the right. light
0: one for like two hundred. I don't want the light one. I want to play it on my computer or like my TV, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you want yeah. To play it on the rest of the
1: while, You got to play on a TV. So here, I tried playing it on a bus. Actually, not great.
0: Here is the thing I will say for you.
3: Or okay, for the like like average person. We'll, yeah. well, then we'll talk about you because I think those are two different answers. I think okay. the average person, unless you you're above, above that. average, get, <laughs> a, get If you're like a casual gamer, like get i I'd Switch, say I'm casual Breath with Breath of most the Wild. Games. Okay, no, but like you play a lot of games. I think that like there are way more people that like don't play video games and love Breath of the Wild than there are people that are like you know lukewarm on video games and would be down for like all this stuff on a PS Five.
0: It's three hundred bucks for the regular Switch. Really? Yeah. yeah I, feel like it's on, it's, I got mine. Plus whatever the game yeah. costs for like seventy bucks or something, sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. It
2: might be worth it if you could find a game you and Jen could get into. Dang. Like I like my Switch when my nieces and stuff are around. And the Switch we, is perfect
1: overcooked. for those co-op games. Have you ever yeah. played yeah. overcooked? Overcooked, Snipperclips, Moving Out, all that stuff. Great on the Switch. Portal. All right. So, so here's Mike, you here's said the for thing.
3: Average gamer, I, th-
1: go with Breath of the Wild. Now okay.
3: I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, and Brian, you can also chime in here. I don't know if you would like the game, Wes, because you are very much not about the journey. You are about like the end, <laughs> and the and the, I'm not saying this to like roast you, but like like with like, get uh, to the point. Yeah, you like what, like the resolution. You like to feel yeah. you're progressing towards the resolution, and that sure. which this Side game, quest. It's, this it's game, probably yeah.
0: why I haven't finished. God of War,
1: and you're also that's like, very also particular about storytelling as well. Yeah. and you're this gonna be like, like, "What? This, this is they very just have to fight Ganon." This, this game like, is like no structured, just vibes, you know.
3: Mm. And like, <laughs> oh I, my god, you can see Wes just yeah, like, "Oh, well, absolutely you not!" Must just like, a, hmm. <laughs> I think right. m- I think most people would enjoy it, but I think because you have like a lot of experience in similar games that. You would like you are different though, yeah. But you couldn't view this in a vacuum, and I think most people viewing this in a vacuum would see the beauty in it. But I think you might get frustrated with like, what am I doing more like The Last of Us? But then also, like, uh, the counterpoint to that is there are four main objectives, right? Like, you go to the region, the region is unique, you have to fight the enemies there to free the champion, and like you do that four times, and that's pointed, and like you do feel like you're progressing that. But did you
0: like Red Dad? I didn't play it yet.
3: I haven't what? played it yet. How yeah, how do we have a show where anybody <laughs> well, is saying, supposed but, to respect what we say about these things? Well, no.
2: Well, that makes sense. No, I'm saying I'm just asking because Red Dead I think is endemic of that, where like Red Dead is very much a smell the flowers type game. Oh, I disagree. It's, it's broken it?
3: up into
1: chapters. It's like you no,
3: you kind of like just your...
1: follow point to point if you want. There's another way to play it.
2: Yeah, but the pacing, I mean, is very. It's not a fast paced game. There's no, a lot of but, exposition, but, I, but is my it point. doesn't
3: need to be as a, this is as I'm, we're talking about this. I'm getting an email from Nintendo like, hey, Mike, you've earned reward points. Um, Red Dead is like broken up into chapters and you feel multiple like seven times throughout the game. OK, I've completed this section. I'm moving on to the next one within each chapter. There's like a, a pretty distinct story. And you kind of progress it that way. Breath of the Wild is does not do that. Like you do feel like a bit of progression when you you know beat one of the champions,
0: but it's a lot of the meat of it is just vibes. It's just really kind of going along with it. I don't know if I would like that or not. Like I mean, I think part of the appeal for me of like Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us Two was certainly like the storytelling. You got to do different objectives along the way, and there weren't. I don't actually I don't know if I love side quests as much like I'm playing God of War and there's a lot of side quests. And sometimes that actually makes me exhausted, not exhausted. It just it makes me tired thinking like, well, should I continue with the main story or should I like continue doing these side things to like level up my character? Or am I like able to move forward? I'm not really sure. And I'm like, well, if I go past a certain point, am I going to be able to come back? Right. Because the game changes as you go. So I'm not sure like, oh, do I keep moving forward? at the risk of, like, not being able to come back to that certain point, and so God of War has just sort of been languishing, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm progressing, but very slowly now.
1: Well, the beauty of Breath of the Wild is, like, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> like, yeah. However you want to approach it, you just do it, like, yeah, uh, yeah. like I was saying earlier, I think there are players who just go straight for Ganon. But, like,
0: is that a good thing? Like, in real life, I could do that. I can go running wherever I want. I can, You know, like, I can already it's, do that in real life, but I don't play video games necessarily you, to just wander
1: around. You can't cook with lightning in the real it is, world. Yeah, can you climb up a mountain
3: and then glide off of it, like, for <laughs> yeah. miles? I mean, it's just what
2: you want. It's like what you want out the game. Yeah, Some I don't know. Yeah. Out, well, yeah. Some people want to Some people want... A concise story like you gotta ask yourself but
3: you can do that like if you just progress through it rapidly like i did because that's the, not honestly that's me too i do not like i get very overwhelmed i get bored easily i kind of move through it quickly and like i still loved it though in the past couple of years i've like consciously reformed myself from not being a completionist in open world games because every open world game was the same thing the first two regions i get 100% of everything i Go everywhere, and then I get burnt out and I grind through it, and I never appreciate the end. Like, you can have whatever you want in this game. Like, you can approach it however you want, and your experience with it could be whatever you want. And, like,
0: if we got any Austin listeners who would loan me a Switch for a couple of months, how long do you think it would take? A month?
1: Do you want to swap consoles? I'll take your PS5 for a while, <laughs> ship it up there. But then I couldn't
0: play Apex with these guys. I don't know. I don't think I would th- give it up with the PS5.
1: I'll I'll play as your character <laughs> <laughs> and deteriorate your room. I got a terrible KD
0: to protect. I don't know if I want oh, you playing. God.
2: <laughs> It's about the wind, not the. I mean, it's about. Oh, I got better.
0: terrible wind percentage too, so I don't know. If, uh, oh, well, I, can't I need help you. I'm trying, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to uplift you, and you're
2: purposely jumping down. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> All right.
0: Well, listeners out there, uh, if you got a switch for me to borrow or Breath of the Wild, maybe BK's out there being like, "Hey, I got, I got you." So BK, if you got that to let me borrow,
2: you know, you y'all got, can't read backwards. No.
0: Also, it's too bright. You can't see it.
2: Yeah. This is me texting my friend saying yes lol yeah i have it i said, do you have breath of the wild still i'm being roasted for not playing it right now responded lol yeah i have it all right so, look so at we'll that. get a report look on that look at that, that. now, now y'all can kindly lives. hop off my jock strap <laughs> and i can continue living my best life <laughs> what <laughs> like i said i
1: have a whole encyclopedia you're clearly not living there. your we best life you know you. i was yeah. making
2: some tea i was eating some chips and i came across this cartridge and i was like oh i actually do have breath of the wild decided to pop it in it's been pretty fun guys oh, let's do it <laughs> let's Oh, Mike is just <laughs> bursting at the seams in salt right now. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, um, I was going to ask if there's any type of gamer that would not enjoy Breath of the Wild, but it feels like it's time to wrap up. Is there, it? Seems like every, pretty much anybody every, that like, is gamer. like, you,
3: I think, like no joke, like people that like approach games similar to you might not enjoy it, but I think by and large most people would. So
0: if you like need the like, I got the point. Structure I got the next progression,
3: thing, like gratification. You might
0: not love this game, but everybody else yeah. would pretty much enjoy. it. I think I would enjoy it. I think I think there's something in it for me. It sounds yeah. Cool. I think you're like smart enough to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sound really wrong.
3: Came it out of my mouth. That sounded like some like Rick and Morty. shit. Like oh yeah, you yeah. have a <laughs> high high IQ. <laughs>
2: well, you're hating on it. me. Mike refuses to watch Rick and Morty I've because seen, of the fan no, base. No,
3: I've seen the first it's three seasons. It's not that awesome. I just need to watch the last one. It's just, I don't go publicly talking about that. I enjoy that show because then people start thinking like, oh, well, do you want to, like, there's a, like, a Aryan Brotherhood meeting after this. Do you want to go to that? <laughs> <Yikes>. Oh, that's <laughs> what yes. okay. yes. Oh, this is like a white guy thing. <laughs> Mike's Yikes. tapped into some crazy <laughs> shit. No, I was Who's too, inviting you to so like, those oh, Maybe movies. not Aryan Brotherhood, but it's just like it's become red-pilled. It's like Joker yeah, it's fans, like a... you know? It's like, oh, I love okay. the Joker, but I'm not talking about it because then people think, like, I'm some kind of creep. Like, I I saw a car the other day and had the jo- like all the different jokers on it like Jack Nicholson on it. It was I, That's and I, I saw it outside yeah. of the grocery store and I was like I don't know if I should go in. Bro. That's real.
2: That's yeah. real. Like you can't it's be like a fan a of the He's I'm still a... can people you're Republican? He's still a like, suicidal
0: I... crazy person like, like no. if, if i if you yeah. tell
3: people you like rick and morty they assume you like joe rogan and ben shapiro this is just oh, I'm down this i'm just glad just people down. don't this so i like bad. rick and
2: morty but i guess i have like a culture buffer to. <laughs> yeah, maybe i'm there.
3: also
0: coming at this from through the white lens
2: <laughs> yeah, i'm like I, god forbid someone associate me with ben shapiro
0: all right, gentlemen. Well, that was a, another cracking, fun episode. Um, hit us up on our Instagram and our Twitter at confidently underscore pod. Leave us a comment. Tell your friends about us. Like, guys, put us put us in those stories. Put us in your uh, in your TikToks, whatever you need to do. Get trying the word out. Trying to get out. that comfy money, baby. Hey, we're trying to get paid for this because our no, show is not. awesome. No, we're not. We just want it's... gratification from our <laughs> listeners. Please do listen it. To we just want the A likes. I mean, y'all. they could also K-bian send us gratification money.
2: Gratification yeah. and money. Yeah, yeah,
0: Brian said he was going to hook us up with some uh, some what does it called? A consultant, you know, consultant hookup. So we'll see how that turns out.
1: Friend of Thanks, the show, Ryan. Matt Rodriguez, hooked that up. Yeah, shit. what up, Matt?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, we're waiting for your call. We've got, we've got you, you know, we're going to accept all the eight, six, six calls that are coming our way just in case it's you. Thanks, man. All right. We're out. Bye, friends. We out.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, you're sitting here. Meanwhile, I'm just out here. Yeah, at least you know into... about it i
0: don't know anything about it and they're like ah that guy's just an idiot we don't care about meanwhile him. i'm
2: just <laughs> apex down no knockdown shield getting thirsted by prime. <laughs> <Mike. laughs>